Welcome, podcast friends. We're back with volume six of the Best Investment Writing Series. Each year, our team carefully sorts through tons of research and investment letters from some of the most respected money managers and investment researchers from all over the world to pick the best of the best to share with you. We offer the authors of those pieces the chance to record an audio version as a segment of the podcast. Past participants included the likes of Cam Harvey, Larry Swedro, and Rob Arnott. This episode is brought to you by 10 East. Longtime listeners know I've invested in private markets quite a bit myself, but with access to these markets broadening, it can be hard to know where to find vetted high-quality offerings. That's where 10 East comes in. 10 East is a platform where qualified investors can co-invest on a deal-by-deal basis across private equity, private credit, real estate, venture, and other one-off opportunities typically unavailable through traditional channels. They're founded and led by Michael LaFell, who spent his early career building Davidson Kempner and who invests material personal capital in every offering they bring to the platform, aligning interests with 10 East members who co-invest at their discretion. Join numerous founders, executives, and portfolio managers from leading investment firms who use 10 East to diversify their personal portfolios. Inquire for membership at 10east.co. That's the number 10, east.co. Enough from me. Let's get to our guest and let them take over this special episode. Hi, this is Christine Wong. I'm a portfolio manager at Bridgeway Capital Management. Bridgeway is a statistical, evidence-based investment management firm delivering innovative investment solutions to institutions, advisors, and individuals. At all times, Bridgeway strives to put investors' interests first by emphasizing integrity, performance, efficiency, and service. Bridgeway is a leader in relational investing, which unites results for investors with returns for humanity. To learn more about us, please visit bridgeway.com. Before we get to the piece, I'd like to thank Stream by AlphaSense for sponsoring today's episode. That money is being donated to CompuDot. CompuDot is an organization working to provide technology access and education to under-resourced youth and their communities. CompuDot takes retired computers and laptops, removes data using industrial-grade sanitation software, and repurposes them to give to a family in need. So whether you are a corporation or individual, you can donate your old computer and help bridge the digital divide. Learn more at CompuDot.org. Now let's get into the episode. I'm going to read a piece titled, Room to Run with U.S. Small Cap Value Stocks, co-written with my colleague, Bridgeway CIO, John Montgomery, in May of 2021. For the full version of the piece, including tables and graphs, please visit the Perspectives section at Bridgeway.com. Summary. As a firm that practices relational investing, we stay curious about what we see in the market, how that translates to our investment strategies, and are committed to stating where we stand. The first quarter of 2021 landscape for U.S. small cap value stocks presents a wonderful case study to share. After a dramatic four plus years of underperformance, small cap value stocks came roaring back over the last year through March 31st, 2021. Is this run of small cap value stocks over or is there more to go? Bridgeway's analysis indicates that the size factor, less so the value factor, has indeed made up tremendous ground over the last year. However, based on our analysis of relative book-to-market valuations through the end of March 2021, prices of small-value stocks would have to rise another 43% relative to the broader U.S. market to get back to median historical levels. At Bridgeway, we don't believe in timing the market, but we do believe in establishing and holding appropriate factor exposures as a long-term investing best practice. 
After the tremendous run of large and growth stocks over the last decade, we believe small value stocks still have room to run and investors whose portfolios have become underweight to this segment of the market should add to their allocation. What a difference a year makes. Anyone investing in small value stocks over the last handful of years has felt the full brunt of two factors dramatically out of favor at the same time. The Russell 2000 Value Index lagged the S&P 500 index of large U.S. companies by roughly double digits four years in a row from 2017 to 2020. In 2020 alone, large cap growth stocks trounced small cap value stocks by more than 33%. Fan mag stocks, or Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google were all the rage. In this environment, not surprisingly, we have seen articles calling out the death of value and examining the question of whether size ever really was a factor. Our favorite title was Waiting for Godot. But what a difference a year makes. First, let's look at size. In the paper, we show Table 1, the performance of stocks measured by the decils of size in the Center for Research and Securities Prices, or CRISP, database, as of March 31st, 2020. The smallest companies, or CRISP-10, lag the largest companies, or CRISP-1, in every category except the 20-year and since 1926 period. For the full view of the table described, please download our paper at bridgeway.com. Table two shows the same chart, but a year later. Including a very strong first quarter to start 2021, the small size factor has come roaring back. During this period, Many of the top performing funds and ETFs had small cap in the name, and it's no wonder why. Looking at the full spectrum of companies by size in the CRISP database, we find that the smallest companies, or CRISP 10, made up tremendous ground. For example, at the end of Q1 2020, the smallest decile of stocks lagged the largest by over 15% annually for the past three years. Yet just one year later, those smallest stocks have now outperformed their larger peers by over 3% annually for the trailing three years. With this dramatic recovery of size, it's fair to ask, is there any room to run? Despite the strong recent returns, note that the long-term 10 and 15 years are still negative as of the end of Q1 21. The decade of underperformance suffered by small stocks has not fully recovered. Furthermore, one criteria that we use to judge a factor like size is that it be persistent, working across long periods of time. This doesn't mean that it should always work, as all factors go through periods where they lag. But after such weak periods, we should expect stronger performance so that returns provide the long-term expected premium. Having lagged by almost 1.3% over the last 10 years, small stocks would need to notably outperform large stocks in order to get back to the historic premium seen since the inception of Chris. There is indeed room to run. We'll now turn to valuations to get an idea of how much. Using the standard academic definition of valuation, book to market, we can examine both just how far out of favor small cap value stocks became before March 2020 and how much they have come back. The paper includes a chart that shows the ratio of the median book to market for the Russell 2000 value index to median book to market for the S&P 500 over time. The solid green line shows the median ratio for the entire history of the Russell 2000 value from 1978 to March 2021. Ratios above this line signal that small cap value stocks are cheaper than their historical average. Indeed, the peak of small value underperformance or low evaluation was at its worst, the highest in the graph, in March 2020. 
While the graph shows a tremendous turnaround over the following 12 months, the recent valuation level on March 31st, 2021 was still near the level of the previous peaks since 1978. It's also of note how quickly the turnaround occurred, concentrated primarily in the last six months. So where do we go from here? Holding book value constant and varying only the relative prices of small value stocks, prices would have to rise 43% from their March 31st, 2021 levels to return to the historical median ratio. In other words, we've still got quite a bit of open field in front of us, or room to run, relative to the S&P 500. Does this mean that we know the timing or can guarantee that 2021 will continue to be a small value dominated year? No, we don't. And we can't. We do believe that factors tend over time to revert to their long-term historical levels. If this happened all in one year, it would mean a 43% tailwind in the performance of small cap value as measured by the Russell 2000 value relative to the S&P 500 index. If it happened over a five-year period, that would mean a 7.4 per year compounded tailwind. Over 10-year period, a 3.6 per year tailwind. We believe these are very big numbers. Is this a timing indicator? No, we don't believe in timing the market at Bridgeway, though we do believe in managing risk. Note that the recent peak of relative valuation exceeded the prior peaks, and it can happen again. As my co-author and Bridgeway founder John Montgomery's Harvard Business School professor used to say, the problem is a very cheap investment can always get cheaper. But it's also true that the pullback to historical factor norms is very strong. In this case, economic and market environment factors that might cause a further comeback of small and value factors include a realization by investors just how out of favor these factors become and still are. A realization by investors just how out of favor these factors became and still are. A market correction, which sometimes has investors flock to cheaper market niches as happened with small value stocks in the bear market of 2000 to 2002. A growth economy, which paradoxically helps value stocks, resulting from pandemic recovery underway. The economic stimulus approved by Congress in March and or a $2 trillion infrastructure investment package introduced by President Biden in his April 28th 100-day speech. An increase in interest rates from current very low levels, which favors value stocks over growth stocks. Nevertheless, Bridgeway doesn't believe in timing the market. Rather, we believe in establishing a long-term plan with specific factor exposures, sticking with the plan through thick and thin, and especially when it feels least comfortable to do so. We believe small value stocks have an appropriate role in portfolios with a long-term investment horizons, and that many investors, especially those who have not rebalanced back to the appropriate target levels or who have followed the investor herd into attractive but overpriced large growth stocks are underexposed to small value stocks today. Addendum. Since we last published Room to Run in May 2021, much has changed for the U.S. markets. After hitting new highs in January of 2022, the S&P 500 and Russell 2000 value both hit bear market territory in June 2022. Small stocks took the drop especially hard, although small value stocks held up better than small growth stocks. All this has meant that when we look at the relative valuation of small value stocks, the ratio of the median book-to-market for the Russell 2000 Value Index to the median book-to-market for the S&P 500, it has increased from 2.1 as of 331.
All this has meant that when we look at the relative valuation of small value stocks, the ratio of median book to market for the Russell 2000 value index and the median book to market for the S&P 500, it has increased from 2.1 as of March 31st, 2021 to 2.4 as of June 30th, 2022. This means that small value stocks are cheaper relative to the S&P 500 than they were 15 months ago and still significantly cheaper than their historical average. As noted in the original paper, this is not intended to be a timing indicator. Bridgeway does not believe in timing the market. Rather, we believe in establishing a long-term plan with specific factor exposures, sticking with the plan through thick and thin, and especially when it feels least comfortable to do so. Disclosure. The opinions expressed herein are exclusively those of Bridgeway Capital Management. Information provided herein is educational in nature and is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment, legal, or tax advice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. In addition, market turbulence and reduced liquidity in the markets may negatively affect many issuers, which could adversely affect client accounts. Value stocks as a group may be out of favor at times and underperform the overall equity markets for long periods while the market concentrates on other types of stocks, such as growth stocks. Diversification neither assures a profit nor guarantees against loss in a declining market.